back again for the first time. Two live recruiters here to uh, pass along the wisdom we've gained through the trauma of working in corporate America to uh, to everyone else in hopes that they don't uh, have to go through the same things that we went through or at least have it a little bit easier their go-rounds. Right. So today we're here. Now, normally we record on Wednesday morning, but right. in light yeah. of, and we had a whole show planned, an entire show. Um, but talking, the streets is talking. I know. It's like, it's like, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> I have been, I mean, I fell asleep. So anyway, so anyway, so we're doing this because of, in light of what happened at, you know, at the Oscars. So, so Sunday night, I start, well, first of all, I started watching the, like them coming in the red, on the red carpet at like three o'clock, right? I dozed mm-hmm. off, woke up, still watching. You know, first of all, I want to say the TJ Holmes for at Good Morning America was the prettiest thing on the red carpet. I mean, he had on this crushed velvet maroon tux. It was absolutely beautiful. He was stunning. He was stunning. Anyway, male or female. So I'm watching the show and um, and I'm I'm getting sleepy. Or getting dozy, um, and uh, and I, I fell asleep. But I rec- before I fell asleep, I made sure I recorded it. Um, so then yesterday morning, I'm talking with Shane, and he's like, "You know, I didn't see didn't see the rest of it." So I was like, "Don't tell me anything." He's like, "No, no, no. I need you to go finish it, and then call me back after you see what you saw." So. <laughs> So I I watch it and I think it's a skit because I saw I just thought it, I thought for sure this has got to be a skit until everything was like bleeped out or there was no there were no words and you saw the head gestures and all that other stuff um, and then I called Shane but he wasn't available so I called my sister in law to ask her if I saw what I saw and um, and I just was I was I don't know I was so sad all day. It just really, it really depressed me. Like I was, like I was a member of Chris Rock's family, or I was a member of Will Smith's family. But in my head, I do, I do believe that I am the Jada and I are friends. And right. <laughs> when she first got to her table talk, I said that I was like in my mind, Jada Smith and I are friends. And my dad was like trolling me on Facebook. He's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Okay, get off my Facebook." Page. I think that's the Jada effect. I think Jada has that impact on everybody. She just seems like your homegirl. You know, Jada has that homegirl appeal. To her and all her people, too. Willow's like your weird cousin. And then her <laughs> mom is like the auntie you always wish you had. Like, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, remember in Malcolm X when when um the the guy gets um arrested and they come and get Malcolm and say, Hey, brother so and so is is arrest, has been arrested, he's in jail. And um actually it wasn't brother anybody. I don't think he was part of the um No, he was just one of the kids from the neighborhood. One, yeah, one yeah. right. And he goes down there and then he's he like he was like, I demand to see so and so, make sure he's okay, get some medical attention, and then like points his finger and everybody like leaves and they're like, That's too much power. That's too much power for one nigga. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I'll give you that one, Shane, because you're yeah. quoting the the um, Hey, side note, do you that's black culture, right? You didn't ask me if I saw Malcolm X. You didn't you didn't be like, hey, do you remember this movie, Malcolm X? No, <laughs> you knew, you knew that I have seen Malcolm X because those are one of those movies that as black folks, we have must that's on our of must course. see list. It is like, well, do you remember? It's not a question of if you see right, it. Is, do right. you remember this you remember scene? The in part, it? Right. Not funny. to mention I just watched Malcolm X again all 
like watch it on network television with commercials. Yeah, like, all four or five hours. It was it was like it was like a Saturday. It took up for me. Um, Dude, how ugly like are just we now? Like we a hate month, commercials, right? We're like just God a month damn, ago, I was like, oh my gosh, can I fast forward these? Exactly, that's funny. So anyway, I think that that's what I felt after I watched that. Like, like Chris Rock tells the joke. It's like uh, kind of like groans, laughs. Um, Jada makes a face. Will laughs. Yeah, and J- then I guess Will catches Jada. Jada pointing her finger at Chris. Right, right, and then he goes up there and smacks his shit. And as a member of the, you know, Indian tribe, Slapaho. Yep, introduces him to it. Yeah, and then goes and sits back down, and then so that wasn't enough, and then yells. He he had to make sure he understood why he was getting slapped, like in case there was in case there was any mis miscommunication as to why my hand just went across your face. Yells twice. So did he break? Did he break? No. Yeah. I think that. Do we need to unplug Will Smith and plug him back in? I think Will Smith is completely plugged in, right? I think that we forget that one. There's two. There's two like lanes we can carry it, right? One, Will from Philly, and you know, there's Will. Will has his own line of uh, of demarcation where you just don't cross, and mm-hmm. it's trying to kiss him in the mouth if you're a grown man, and then it's repeatedly talking about his wife while you on stage at the Oscars. Is his two lines, and uh, because you know there was everyone was like, oh my gosh, can't believe he wouldn't do that to person of Caucasian descent. Now would he? Well, I said that. I said, would he have slapped Ricky Gervais, or would he have, you know, would he have? Yeah, but slapped he has. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> he has. He has slapped the white guy before, right on the red carpet when the white guy tried to kiss him in the mouth. You know, in fact, he slapped him twice. Give him double pop pop. You know, just hey, mind your manners, right? You know. I think that was that that slap wasn't as impactful as the one he gave to Chris at the Oscars. But I think- and you were right; it was a slap. It wasn't a punch. I thought he punched him, but then when I watched it, what well, kept they kept showing it over and over. I was like, "Oh, his hand!" When he followed through, I saw the yeah. open. I think if, if he punched him, he would have been laid out because, you know, Will's a big dude. Will like six two, solid 200, 220 pounds. Chris is a little dude, like five something, one something. You know, he frail. So uh, I think if Will, and then, you know, Will trained to be a boxer. You know, Will ain't forget everything he learned when he was filming Ali. So if Will had, like, you know, put hands on him, hands on him, he would have dropped Right. Chris. That that brings us to, so that brings up a, a great point because, um, oh, who was that? Um, what's the guy on Sirius Satellite? You know, the shock jock. What's his name? Uh, Howard, Stern. A, Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Why am I having a brain freeze this morning? He's like, oh my gosh, he could have killed him. It wasn't, he's not Mike Tyson. He's not. <laughs> he could have killed him by slapping him with his hand. He could not have killed him. If he wanted to, now he could have, he could have laid him out, but he wasn't going to kill him. Like, you right, know, I he think... could have, I mean, he didn't kill him. No. He slapped him with his hand. It's exactly. like, I think that's yeah. one of those things that we like. That's another cultural thing, right? Mm-hmm. In the black community, where that's how little I respect you at this moment. Where I'm not even trying to punch you to end the situation. I'm not trying to knock you out. I'm trying to slap you across the face so you are aware of who slapped you, how hard I slapped you, and that I don't care that you know that I slapped you. And I am in no way in fear of you trying to retaliate from me slapping you. Right, because a slap is just disrespectful. That is, and and yeah, I heard someone say, "Oh, I think it was um Shannon Sharp who was saying that it's just reminiscent of you know of how 
black people were treated by whites like a slap in the face was a man punch you that was just like just a total sign of disrespect yep like i'm slapping you across like how humiliating i think i'd rather get punched than get slapped across the face oh facts i mean you gotta let me you uh, a slap is just like ah not even and then he turned his back and walked off it's it's the I just turned my back and didn't even look back when he walked off. Just turned his back and walked off because he knew Chris wasn't going to do nothing. He knew in his soul that he had nothing to worry about. That's not that. That's that's. Whew. But did he? But so you don't think he broke? I mean, because we we you t- you had an interesting. I don't theory. think he broke. You know, you had I an think, interesting theory yesterday. Yeah, about- I think he's um. I think that he. All right, so backstory, not even backstory, but, you know, points of reference. When these actors, when these method actors go Mm -hmm. to these roles, they embody the roles, right? Almost to many times um, to the point to where they have to seek professional help to Uh get out of character mode. Um, Right. R.I.P. to Heath Ledger. Well, Heath Ledger's sister says that's not what happened. She said he was having the time of his life when he was filming. That's not what everybody Batman. else says, though. Yeah. But of course, you know, family's going to try to paint a different picture. Right. Everyone on set, everyone who was close to Heath during that time, um, says that he was so enthralled in the role as Joker that he never broke character. Mm-hmm. And that he could not get out of character. And that's what ended up, that's what drove him to take his life um, due to the trauma of being stuck in that mode. Michael B. Jordan in interviews has said that being Killmonger drove him to the point of having to go to therapy after filming was over because he was still in that mindset after filming was done and he had mm-hmm. to go. And I feel like, you know, to embody Richard Williams, you have to go into a mode of absolute no bullshit and uh, no warning consequences for your actions mode oh you know about that one (laughs) to get there and i think he was there and i think being back on that stage surrounded by the williams family surrounded by the girls who was like he slipped back into some king richard and seeing his wife hurt put him in a mode of ultimate protection he's i'm sorry he it's he he snapped it was like a machine it was it was like a machine so here's some of the psychological i like a little bit so um you know it was um I'm not a psychologist, but I play one on TV. Um, so here are some of the psychological effects of method acting, um, which can vary in intensity from individual to individual. So fatigue, fear, anxiety, mm. shame, irritability, mm-hmm. sleep deprivation, personality changes, and psychotic disorders. Shit, I think I'm a method actor. So- <laughs> oh, we definitely are. Oh, we shit. We got to put that face on at oh, work. Oh, shit. Or when is it? Are we method actors as persons of color working in corporate America? Because do we not suffer from fatigue? Oh, for sure. Do it's we, exa- not... we talked about code switching last week. It is exhausting. Do we not suffer from having to switch up our personalities? To oh, being... Is code switching method acting in corporate America? My, um, a good friend of mine who has an agency um, who shall name who remain nameless because I asked him, I was like, you need to come on the show. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not messing up my bag. <laughs> He was like, y'all too he wild. He's like, I got a bad, he's like, I got a bad, he's having a foul mouth. But he said he was um, in the car with his girls and he was um, driving and he took a business call and, and then, you know, and then when he hung up, they're like, Papa, you don't normally talk like that. Why are you talking like that? He's like, 
<laughs> gotta like, get this money. Yeah, he, he yeah, he, he got the jersey out of him and uh yeah, so anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's exhausting. At the end of the day, it is it is um definitely exhausting not to be able to tell somebody like um my, that smiley face means the fuck you is silent. Exactly. So. Now, I hope you drop in the quarter for yourself, Miss Of course. No. Of course. But uh yeah, I think that the the method acting just was there and it was in full effect or whatever. And he did what he had to do. You know, I think that we all have those uh come to Jesus moments, as they say, right? We uh-huh. all you know, at some point in time you gotta have a come to Jesus moment with people. And sometimes it's on national TV, sometimes it's in private, you know. Um That's the part that hurts though, that it was like that it was in front of you know, that it it was for the world to see. Like we're airing our our you know, dirty laundry. You know what I mean? That 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 hurts that it that it's so public that it's on everybody's mind. The LAPD was like, you know, like you know what I mean? Let's like tell me you're a black man without telling me you're a black man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just an Oscar and LAPD's like, yo, you wanna press charges? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, is is it though? Because I was thinking about that. And what what are we what are we really embarrassed about? Is it that we? Think- no, I'm not embarrassed. I am hurt. I, I am I, hurt. Those two men those those two men hurt because hurt people hurt people. Hurt people. So slap you say people. hurt people. Well, hurt people say mean things about them, and that you know, and then hurt people respond with right. violence. So, and it's not, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. I hate that. I don't like to, to do things out in, in the public though. I mean, they could have had, he could have pulled him aside of the goal party. Like Diddy said and handled it. He could have did, he could have take took, taken a page from Tooken. <laughs> he could have taken a page from Nene Leak's pay, you know, her whole repertoire where she was like, you don't, you know, when, um, Oh, was in a real housewives when, What's when Portia drug? Um, what's that girl? What's the girl's name? The um, one that was Miss, Miss USA. Oh yeah. Um, Ken, Ken. Ken. What's her name? Kenya. 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 With the lopsided booty. Yeah. Right. And, and she was like, "You, you don't do that." She's like, "Well, you, you did something." She's like, "You never saw it on camera. There's no tape of it. There's no tape. So you, you know what I mean? If he was going to slap him, there's no cameras at the goal party." It would just be people's word, like, oh, did you, you know, or thinking they thought they saw something, but not, but not actually happening. What happened in him? What that he had to get up from his seat? And I'm, and I know I said yesterday, why, why didn't she grab him? But it probably happened. It happened. It did. It happened so fast. I don't know. But then when, he, so the, all the stuff that we didn't see, right, that they showed um, behind the, the scenes was when they went to commercial and where Denzel's right. counseling him and. I mean, and, you know, Diddy, Diddy was bold in saying that because, I mean, he was right because he's handled, he's had his incidents in the past of, you know, handling business behind closed doors. Like, you know, he he was uh, allegedly had the incident with Steve Stout where he broke his jaw and broke his arm with a bottle of champagne. Oh, really? Oh, Who's man. Steve yeah. Stout? Steve Stout was a uh, director. And this was like probably back in like 99 or 2000, mm-hmm. something like that, where they had some drama over the, the the music video that him and Nas were shooting, and then they started that party. And allegedly, uh, Diddy ran up in Steve Stout's office and bust him over the head and arm with a champagne bottle what? and a chair. And, I think I vaguely remember that. And then you know, 
we we handle business behind the scenes. Then you know, Jay Z had his incident where he you know stabbed up the uh, the record producer. You mean uh, allegedly? Allegedly, he, uh, <laughs> stabbed up the record producer uh, for uh, for for bootlegging his uh, his volume three CD. <laughs> You know, like we just gotta have those come Jesus moments with people. You know, we gotta, you gotta like, you gotta like look. You know, and, and you know, sometimes you gotta do it behind closed doors. Sometimes like Big Red from the Five Heartbeats. Exactly. You know, <laughs> we gotta hang them over the banister and let them know, like, bro, this ain't what you want. My office hours are. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I, I, I assure you that it, it's gonna be a long time coming before you see a nationally recognized comedian make fun of Jada Pinkett. Uh, on stage, like you may see these little comedians, these little Instagram comedians do, but you're not gonna see. It's gonna be a long time coming for somebody of recognition and name. Kevin yeah, Hart's, I mean, but the the, the bad part, well, not that there's any good parts, but is that um, there's this one comedian I can't remember his name. I have to Google it, but he um he 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 has a real following on Facebook, and he he after Will Smith um, issued the apology. Yesterday, he went on the pa- his page and made a comment that he thanked him and, you know, all this stuff. But he went on to say that, you know, it's unfortunate because violence really isn't the answer because now people are threatening him with violence. Well, look, man, you know what people always say? You know what I love? These last couple of years when, you know, old Trumpy was in office and everybody was popping off at the mouth with their archaic, biased, racist-ass beliefs, and people were getting punched in the mouth for it. Everyone was like, oh, what about freedom of speech? You have the freedom of speech to say whatever you want. Comedians can go say what... You can say whatever you want, but I can also react however I want to. You can't can't tell me how to react before what you say. Like, yes, comedians are like, oh my gosh, like, now you set a bad precedent because... No, 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 no. Just the 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 fake wall of I can't react is now gone, right? Right. Now it's like I bet if you bold enough to say what you got to say, then just be prepared to deal with the consequences. Yeah, you have to suffer the consequences. What you yeah. say, like, don't get mad now because people ain't just sitting down taking it no more. You ground say what you got to say, and then deal with it, right? Like I always look at Dave Chappelle. You know, after everything that everybody was saying, the whole trans community, everyone's coming after Dave. You know what Dave did? Dave do what Dave do. Dave went up, told jokes, did what he did, and he was like, ah, whatever happens, happens. And you know what happened? Nothing. Right? People talk, people squawk, nothing happened. That Dave took that chance. Nothing really happened. Now, as other comedians, you got to decide, are you bold enough now mm-hmm. to say what you got to say? Knowing that the consequences may not just be an ugly face in the audience, knowing that the consequences may actually be somebody punching you in the fucking mouth for what you got to say, you know, and um, that that's just that's the chances you got to take these days. I think it's not it's not a matter of now. Oh my gosh, we can't. What what happened to being able to say what we got to say? It's now a matter of people just deciding that you know what this fake quorum that we have to have this this fake societal understanding that i can't be angry at a comedian for saying no nah, that's done now you can be angry i mean that's you know i think this is it's really a bigger picture because I, I don't know if i've said this to you but i was talking to a few people last week and everybody just kind of feels out of i don't know if it was, if it was the first quarter what it is but everyone feels or a lot of people feel out of sorts like mm-hmm. like things are back to normal you know, air quotes, but they're not normal. Like people are not, people are edgy. They're unhappy. They're anxious. There are a lot of things. And that's just, I mean, I guess Will Smith embodies that, that he's just like, I'm just like you and me. 
when they um, uh, uh, a quarter long Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Uh, everyone. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, is the Earth off its axis? You're like, we're in retrograde. Yeah. Folks just ain't taking it no more, man. I'm just like, ah, right, cool. It's whatever, man. Is I that like that. that movie broadcast news? Like, <laughs> I fed up and I'm not taking it anymore. Yeah, that might be too old of a reference for for you. I mean, that's from like early '80s. So. Yeah, early '80s. I can't wasn't, really remember. Wasn't William Hurt? Was William Hurt in that? I can't remember. Um. So back to like, so the the outrage, right? The outrage is is widespread, but I guess how black people see it and how white people no surprise is is a little different i mean even Thanks. so howard stern said what he said and then judd apatow who who deleted his tweet because he needs to shut the f- entire mm-hmm. fuck up mm-hmm. he gets on my nerves I, mean, I like his movies but piss off dude he wrote something he deleted it but he was like um he he again said he could have killed him he could have killed rock that's pure out of out of control rage and violence so. Really? They've Come heard on. a million jokes about them in the last three decades. They are not freshmen in this world of Hollywood and comedy. He lost his mind. But then he deleted it. I mean, mm, you know, I think white folks, white comedians, white stars, persons of Caucasian descent coming out and reprimanding Will Smith for violent behavior is probably some of the most hypocritical shit in the world. Like, your like your people your your people have a historical uh a, a documented historical past of outrageous violence in order to make a point you know whether it be buffalo soldiers who were here and killed over a million buffalo just so the Native Americans can be dependent upon European trade, whether it be King Leopold in Congo and the genocide there, the the African slave trade, what what they did to the Indians when they came here. And then the indigenous people. The indigenous people when they came like your your golly, the Tulsa bombings, you know, the black Lanier. Like goodness gracious. Like you, you the folks, folks of Caucasian descent sitting high on a mountain on a mountain, uh reprimanding Will Smith for violent behavior is mind blowing to me. I'm like, can you look in the mirror and look at your history of of actions and then then come talk to me right let's talk about everything first yeah you know know, they talk about hitler like hitler was his own race no hitler was a white guy hitler was a white guy who wanted everyone to look like him and talk like him just like the well he wanted but actually blonde hair blue eyes which was what he wasn't wasn't even blonde hair blue that that (laughs) can you imagine the level of arrogance to lead a genocidal war to create a people that are of blonde like hair and blue white that didn't even look like talk about self hate. God damn, that's way beyond bleaching skin, right? You know, we like, oh, you know, some black folk back in the east to bleach their skin to be like this nigga killed a whole millions of people that look just like him in order to create a race of people that look nothing like him. Right. God, dude, that's some that he needed therapy. That's all that man. That man needed to sit down and talk about why he didn't love himself. And we needed to figure that out. That that was his issue, but yeah, yeah def- so, definitely so, a lot of self. So these there. white folks coming out criticizing, and, it, and it's not. I mean, it's it, you know, it's 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 not all of them. 
But but you know you kind of messed up when Marjorie Taylor Greene, the crazy nut from Georgia, supports what you did. <laughs> I mean, like, it's refreshing to see someone stand up for their woman. Like really, like I'm just saying, bro. Oh, like man. I I'm just I appreciate there being a clear line of don't cross this. Like I bet even if you know folks don't say, well, Chris didn't write the joke. He sure is. He read it. Right, like he well, apparently, I'm mean, guess there was some. They like first they said it was on the teleprompter, teleprompter. Then they said it wasn't. Then they said they he rehearsed it. Um, hey, bro, hey, you could have rehearsed a lot because you know what? In rehearsal, you can see the little names of where everybody's gonna be sitting, and you saw all those other names out there. There was Jay Z and Beyonce was in the front row. You had Will and Jada. You had all kinds of people. You had Lapita was sitting right behind them. You had all kinds poor of Lapita. Names. Oh my god, no. she's gonna need therapy. <laughs> yo, Lapita, yo, Lapita. Lapita was like, things. what the. Some of the oh great, some of the great incidents of, of black culture has has had Lapita around it in the last few years, you know, what good else? and bad. Um, you know, uh, Chad Bozick dying. You know, oh, she was there. Oh. You know, oh, yeah, the, yeah, black yeah. man like she was there for that one. You know, she's uh, she's been around or whatever, right? You know, but I feel like he chose that road. He chose that road, and he dealt with the consequences of choosing that road. And, well, and will and will chose that road too, and has to deal with the consequences as well. Yeah, see, no, there, there, there ain't really gonna be no consequences for well. That's like you know, again, you got to be at a certain level of success in your industry or life to be able to do that. Like Jay Z doing what he did, Diddy doing what he did, even Eminem when he you know allegedly pistol whipped the, you know his ex wife's boyfriend. You know, like you got to be at a certain place where you know that like, I, I may get in trouble, but ain't gonna be like trouble, trouble. Like ain't gonna well, be no. like, regular people. Well, trouble. I mean. Well, because ain't nothing gonna happen to Will. Will ain't gonna lose no money. Will ain't, well, he's Will ain't not gonna, gonna lose any money. He ain't gonna lose no sponsors. He ain't gonna lose a following. He's just going. You know what I mean, like, I think this incident has enough people on both sides where it's just gonna null and void itself. It's well, that's out. how. But I mean, that seems like everything is always split exactly down the middle. Like, nah, there's some things where we're like, yeah, that's some bullshit. Like when you know Trump little followers stormed the Capitol. It was like ah. Uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, even you know, even other friends. even other people were like, "Yeah, nah, that's too far. That's right. a little too far." Like, right there. Like, like that day, I think I worked all day, right? And then I turned on the news. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, uh, yeah, nah, we we can't do this. Like, I think I think that was one of those moments where even they were embarrassed by their actions oh, for the yeah. first time. Yeah. It was like they were like, uh, "Yeah, we can't we can't exactly do this and then talk about other people." Like, you know, like I there there are moments where pretty much people can generally agree that that's some bullshit. Um, this is one of those moments where there's just like a. Uh, I'm thinking, you know what's funny is what I'm hearing, right? What? I'm not hearing anyone say that I'm not hearing anyone come to Chris's defense like, oh, Chris, Chris is not that kind of guy. He wasn't he wasn't being mean about it. Everyone is just like, ah, you shouldn't have did it on TV. Right. Yeah. You should have did it probably behind the scenes. Everyone, everyone's like, yeah, he probably deserved it, but you should have did it later <laughs> on. Like, you know, like Chris. He, yeah, he, no one's. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they've there's been articles about it, but not nothing. Yeah, nobody's saying that's my best friend. Yeah, no one. Yeah, no one is saying you Chris come is for the Chris. Homie. You come for me. Yeah, no, but nah. I think because people are, I think because people are hurting. I think that we hurt. We hurt. We don't revel in this. We are like, 
man, this sucks. Like, can we go back? Can we get in our DeLorean, go back in the future and, and just, and make a different, make a different decision. I think, but I, I think it was another comedian who said it. Maybe folks would have been to that comedian's defense. But Chris has a history of being kind of weird about shit, especially black shit. And it's like, uh, you know, there's 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 the video now that's circulating of him. Had Jerry you seen Steinfeld, that before you sent it to me? Ricky, I saw it years ago, and then I was reminded okay. of it. Him, Ricky Javaris, Louis C.K., Chris Rock, and Jerry Seinfeld sitting around. And, you know, Chris letting all these white boys, except for Jerry, uh, say the word Jerry nigger. would never say that. Yeah, word. Jerry wouldn't say it, right? No interest in it. <laughs> no interest in the word. And everyone's dropping the N-word. Everyone's nigger this, nigger that, nigger this. And Chris is just laughing and giggling and it is like like carlton on 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 bel-air right exactly like what are you doing right there's that and then the hypocrisy right i was talking to my wife about this last night for chris rock to come on stage and go after a black woman about how her hair is Oh man! After he made a movie, a whole fucking documentary oh, about how important black hair is to black women. You oh my gosh! Your your wife said that? No, I said that to her. Oh, I had not even thought of that. You deserve to get slapped. Oh for that. my god! You know how important black hair is to black women. You know oh, how sensitive my. that is, and you gonna and get on she stage? had a mane. I mean, she has always had. I mean, she's wore hair in Beautiful lots of different hair. styles: short, long, whatever, medium in between, but just a head full of hair, just a head full of gorgeous hair. Come and on, that's man. you know, it's your crowning glory, like. Oh my gosh, I didn't even thought of that. You deserve to get slapped for that. You deserve to get slapped. You know, that's what I think that's why Sam Jackson dapped him up so hard when he came dapped up Will Smith so hard when he came to get his award. Sam Jackson was like, <laughs> my nigga. He was like, I would have did the same thing, dog. Uh, you Sam slapped was, the shit out of that motherfucker. Yeah, Sam was like, you slapped that motherfucker. I'm pretty sure that's what <laughs> Yo, Sam was with that. Because, you know, Sam was about that life. Because remember, Sam, you know, he held his damn uh, college, uh, had his college administration hostage. Oh, he yeah, he did school. back yes. in the day when he was at Morehouse. Yeah, Sam about that life, right? So Sam was like, yo. I feel you, Doc. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what you do, man. Like, it is um no one, no one really, no one's feeling sorry for Chris. Everyone, everyone, no one's feeling sorry for Chris. Everyone feels sorry for Will acting like that on national TV. Well, I feel bad. I feel, but you know, I feel I feel bad. I feel I guess I feel more bad for Will Smith, I guess. Because it's like, man, I know that's not I know that's not who you are, what you but actually, it is though because he slapped somebody before. Yeah, but okay. I mean, I mean, a broke clock is right twice a day. I mean, there's. Does that make? Does that just because you slap somebody once or twice? Does that mean <laughs> that's what you do? <laughs> I don't know. They interviewed his mother. They would. Did you see that? Uh. Uh-uh. And she was like, "I have never seen him. She, I don't know if this lied. was recent or whatever." <laughs> but she was. It was. I saw it this morning on Good Morning America. It was like a little excerpt. <sighs> Or maybe it was online. I don't know. But she was talking and saying how she's never and, you know, never seen him. She lying. And that, like, you think? Listen, Will grew up in Philly. Will, they, Will, I know, Will and Will didn't grow up. Lots of my good, good friends are from Philly. They're not like that. I'm not saying just because you're in Philly, you violent. But what I'm saying is he from Philly. So he has a line of don't cross. He has a line of, uh, he has everyone that I've met from Philly 
are really good people, but they mm-hmm. have a clear line of you're not going. We're not with the shit. Like you're not going to disrespect me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, purposely. Like most most people, most people have a line of don't do this, right? Mm-hmm. And Will growing up in a tougher urban environment has even hardened his line more than other people. Yeah, he may have millions. Yeah, you know, he may be one the one of the most recognizable faces in the world. That don't <laughs> Beanie, sh- you're Beanie in the background. Yeah, Beanie's like, yo, I feel you, Shane. Beanie's like, yo, exactly. I'd sla- I'd slap him too. You know I usually I mean? close I, my door. Beanie, here's a garbage man. I feel you, Beanie. Like, you know, and um, but I think that he he he's not going like he's he's shown us a history of not taking of not taking bullshit and that's all he he just don't take it there's that line you don't take hey like we've seen um again our back to our our wonderful wonderful leader uh mr uh sean carter um (laughs) you know remember his line remember that that bodyguard that him and yonsei had that got caught like sniffing her underwear and shit and no then, what yeah, what yes. yes they had a bodyguard what? who was wilding in these streets oh my and, gosh you know that bodyguard you know allegedly ain't around no more no one what? knows what happened no one knows what happened where's the bodyguard now like what what, what happened to who the told that's who told that story hey you know the streets be talking you know what i mean what the streets be talking that is insane. That's insane. Well, you know, everyone got that line. You like just don't, don't, don't. You know, don't cross the line. Don't cross the line, and and don't get a don't get got. You know what I'm saying? Watch him out. Watch him yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. I mean. I know there's First Amendment freedom of speech, but not freedom from circumstances. I understand that, but we are a civilized society. We should we should behave as, as such. We should be today. We should be talking about how awesome the Oscars were, like how Will Packer did his thing and congratulate you know all the all the winners and you know especially quest love for summer of um soul oh my gosh i love did you see that i know you did yeah i love some oh i've seen it i made my kids watch it so good i made my kids watch it twice when when the fifth dimension was on there i was like oh my gosh every time that when it came out last summer whenever we were in the car i put it on and made the kids watch it while we're in the car i'm like y'all gonna get this i yo i force feed black shit onto my kids i'm like y'all gonna get this y'all gonna y'all gonna y'all because i want them to see i like them seeing depictions of Happy, lighthearted, beautiful mm. blackness. That right? was beautiful. Yeah, Absolutely it was summer, so it was beautiful, beautiful blackness, right? And I love like pumping that into and my the children. music. Oh my gosh, goodness, man! It made you want to be there. It's like, oh my god, that. I felt like I was. I mean, I was just I, literally a kid listening to all of those songs, to all of them. I mean, I was just like when Sly and the Family said, "I'm like, I hope they sing Summertime." <laughs> It's, yeah, um, that was oh gosh, the fifth dimension. I mean, the staples. I mean, yeah, that's like that's like all the music I was a kid, like in my granddad's backseat of his Oldsmobile listening. I mean, just I always love music. I mean, geez, that just it, yeah. It's just like awesome. we had last night. What's what uh right? So last love was Sunday night was 
probably the blackest Oscars. Yes. Ever. Mm-hmm. And then you had that incident occur because not only did Questlove win for Summer Soul, you also had Shaq and Steph Curry win right. Oscars. A little yeah. known facts. Shaq and Steph Curry also won Oscars sure that did. night for their work on the short film of The Queen of Basketball. Yep. You had Will Smith win his Oscar for a Best Actor. It was a mm-hmm. lot a lot of notable black names got Oscars. Oscars were working Ariana really hard. DeBose, Ariana um, DeBose. Afro Latino. Yes, they were Latina. working really hard to get mm-hmm. rid of the hashtag Oscar so white. Yeah. They 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 worked hard to do it and you know, it happened cuz it definitely we didn't have that hashtag yesterday, right? Or Sunday. We didn't have that hashtag. And uh that's cool. That's cool and all, right? And and that's great. But I am to the point to where I'm feeling like, ah, at what point in time are we as a people gonna stop caring about European acknowledgement and recognition? Hmm. That 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 that's a whole nother topic, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, when when are we gonna stop caring about Oscars? When are we gonna stop caring about the Grammys? When are we gonna start just I stopped watching the Grammys years ago. Yeah, when are we gonna start doing our own thing and, and caring about self? I would love to see us like have you know what I love is the fact how uh Nicole Eric Parker and her boo Boris Kojo, shout mm-hmm. out to them for falling in love on set and staying in love mm-hmm. and doing their thing, right? Like I love how they have created this uh back to Ghana like vibe where everyone goes to Ghana for that uh that festival every year now and oh, mm-hmm. like how they made that a thing like we're like oh shit let's go to Africa and hang out right mm-hmm. like that's a thing now like it's not it's no longer let's go to you know St. Bart's or let's right. go to you know it's mm-hmm. like yo we going to Ghana this year for the, like that's cool to me right whatever, right <laughs> like, like I, I love to see us love us and do us, right? Like, right. Like, people were outraged that when her and uh, what's his name from Get Out, uh, Daniel Kaloa. Oh, my gosh. Is that my how you wife's, say his name? My, Yeah, Daniel Kaloa, my wife. Kaloa. Like and they came on. Kaloa. And so D-Nice played um, Africa by Toto. I didn't reckon. I was totally jamming to everything that he right. played. Like when he was at Earth, Wind, and Fire, he did some Lupo, Lupe Fiasco. It was like kick push. I mean, mm-hmm. he did a lot of stuff, right? You know, as people were getting awards or coming on stage or coming out. And then people were like, why did he play Africa? Why didn't he play her, a her song? And and the black people were, well, this is some of the white people saying that, like, you know, having their outrage. And then one black person was like, why would we be offended by Africa? Exactly. We're not offended by Africa. We not love Africa. Like what? That's the motherland to all of us. All Facts. of us. So it's like, why would that offend me that I'm a dude with, you know, from African descent and you're playing Africa by Toto. Oh, but they said, Oh, but you know what? When, um, all oh, the, the actress, um, from West Side Story, I guess who was invited. Mm hmm. Right. So she played Maria. Right. So she wasn't invited. But then her fans started this campaign and then she got invited. So she made a joke. So when she came out, he played um, he was playing the music to Begging. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even catch that. I just caught like I like that song. But and and then it's like she wasn't begging. It was her fans. I'm like, okay, come on, people. But I'm telling you, on the on the Internet, people are super sleuths. 
They are Yo. super sleuths. People can't. People, there are people out there everything. who will not be caught slipping. They but catch I love, everything. I love, I love how he did that though. Like that's that's the that's that that's that seasoning that that we add to the culture, right? That we're talking like he 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 made it fun and quirky. He did. And, he did. And, I, I love and creative, us. right? Like mm-hmm. that. I love us, man. Like at one point, like let's just do us, man. Let's do us, mm-hmm. and let's do us with style and dignity. Let's do us with class. Let's do us with royalty but let's do us right you know we we you know we had the source awards for a little while and you know we 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 got a little while with the source awards and you know and so we needed to reset that we kind of went way left on that one or whatever but like let's try to do us again let's let's take like the NAACP Image Awards. Let's let's make that a thing. Mm-hmm. Let's make that our thing, right? Let's make that. Well, stars I think act- I think that is our thing. No, but stars don't show off for that. Jay Z and Beyonce ain't popping up for the NAACP. Uh, they Image don't. Awards. Drake Drake ain't showing up for that, right? Like uh, you know, beyond like you know these stars, these mega stars. Now, well, stars Denzel go, does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a, there's a couple of hardcore. Like mega Viola, stars, yeah, Viola, they, yeah, they Denzel, get, yeah. Samuel Jackson, they'll show right. up. Right, but then I think you have your more that... cultural stars don't show up. Right, we need uh, everybody there. We okay. need we need everybody there, mm-hmm. and we need everybody there with style and class. We need everybody there in their in their you know best of the best, and not jeans and t shirts. Like we just need you. We just need to show up and show out for ourselves, mm-hmm. and not for them. That's all I'm saying. Like show up and show up for ourselves, and let's do us. And and do us do us the way we do us or whatever instead of hoping that we act right or want oh, us to act right man. in front of these people and do man you know I mean let's just love ourselves yeah we definitely need to love ourselves but shout out to Ghetto Gastro and shout out to Wolfgang Puck you know he hired them he hired so many um, chefs of color to help mm-hmm. out with the governor's ball and um, they man they made a lobster pot pie. Mm. Oh gosh! I mean, yeah. I went to when I saw them last week on on a morning show mm-hmm. um, when they were preparing. I think it was Saturday. They were getting things prepared, and um, I went to their website. I was, and they have a line of products of um, appliances like waffle irons and, and air fryers at Target. I need to buy a new air fryer too. My kids have destroyed the ones we got. They really nobody uses my, my air fryer but me, and the only thing that goes in my air fryer are wings. <laughs> oh my gosh! My kids put everything in the air fryer. They, they, they do. They air fry tortilla shells. Listen, my kids are, oh. my kids swear they're Hispanic and that comes from their mama because their mama, when she was pregnant with them, all she ate was Taco Bell because again, we were broke and she loved like all she ate was Taco Bell, bro. Bean burritos and nachos. Yuck. And that is all she ate through all their pregnancies. And now my kids are like, my son makes his own like quesadilla sauce like he i'm talking about mayonnaise like from the ground up he built mm-hmm. his own sauce my kids cook their own refried beans oh and wow like they are they are hispanic chefs and i'm like that is so funny where's the west indian in you bro like y'all ain't making a, a, a jerk chicken you making a no rice and goat. peas no rice and peas ah, you're making friggin um quesadillas and and <laughs> bean burritos my kids love quesadillas too um yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, no, nah, shout out. Yeah, I might have to go look for those up because I need them. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, I just I just I just do wings, wings from Whole Foods. Either I get the ones who are already cooked, and I put them in there and fry them like they were never alive for like eighteen <laughs> minutes, 
Are you like deep fried? Oh, I want them. Uh, Yep. Well, no, they're still moist because Whole Foods, because their their wings are so tender. mm -hmm. So no matter how hard I fry them, the meat just still falls off the bone. When you take, when you bite it, it just pulls away. I mean, that's just how fresh they are. So either I'll buy the buy the cooked ones already from from the deli or I'll get the um get the raw ones the buffalo ones and do them myself but yeah that's that's the only thing I'm yeah it's the only thing I ever I think we've done maybe french fries in there once but that's that's my wing that's my wing air fryer so but you talked we talked yesterday because I I think that we were going to touch on the fact that how many black women have been nominated oh my gosh or for, lack of nominations. For, or yeah, for, for best actress. And we've only had one with Halle Berry. But I did a, a quick search mm-hmm. of all the black actresses who have been nominated for best picture. And right. th- just through the years. So uh-huh. 1954 was Dorothy Dandridge. Uh, Carmen Jones. Oh, okay. Carmen Jones. Carmen Jones. Okay. No. Yeah, no. 1972, Diana Ross for Lady Sings the Blues. Wait, no, no, no. I think you missed one though. So the first, the, but the first black woman to win. No, no, no. Not, not supporting. Oh, you're just talking about best act- actress. Okay, best actress. Not, okay, yeah, cool. not, yeah, no, no, no. She was, yeah. Yeah, Hattie she was McDaniel was for, yeah, for the man. Yeah, yeah, gone yeah, with the win. Yeah. Gone with the win. Yeah. Um, no, so just best actress. So 1954 was Dorothy Dandridge for Carmen Jones. 72 was Dinah Ross for Lady Sings the Blues. And 72 also was Cicely Tyson for Sounder. Doubled up that year. Yep. Okay. 74 was Diane Carroll for Claudine. You notice how they skipped the year because they gave us two in 72. So they right. They're like. Up to <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, and then they went another. They went nine years. So Whoopi Goldberg in 85 for the color purple. She was completely robbed. Well, the color purple was completely robbed. Goodness. I mean, the color purple should have swept that year. It should, it have, should have swept. It should have swept. Oh, my gosh. That was just. Yeah. Okay, this woman was definitely robbed. Angela Bassett in '93 for What's Love Got to Do. With Come on, can if I she mean, wasn't Tina. She was more Tina Turner than Tina, Tina was Tina Turner, Turner. Exactly, like her and Denzel both. Like Denzel oh. for Malcolm X. Oh, like, he was yeah. And, and the scent of Denzel money, the not. scent of money. Um, Al Pacino won for the scent of money that year. He shouldn't have. I mean, it was a good movie, but he became Denzel was Malcolm X. He became Malcolm. You know, then the kids were like, "I am Malcolm X." Like he was Malcolm X. Um. 2001, this is controversial to me. Halle Berry, the win for Monsters Ball. I thought that movie was trash. Halle Berry's win for Monsters Ball is the same thing to me as Hattie McDaniel's win for the Mammy and Gone with the Win. It was just, it it it, remind, it felt like that to me. Because basically, she, the movie wasn't good. She won because she looked like a drug addict getting fucked by a white man. Really good. Gosh. Like, that's what... Like she's that's what she looked like, and she did it really good. Like that is not she's had I better thought the acting, acting roles. Yeah, she Who's is. And Isaiah was a better yes. acting role than that. She's had mm-hmm. better acting roles than she did in Monsters Ball. She did not deserve an Oscar for her acting no. in Monsters Ball. You know, like and that was that was I. Sometimes you reward a behavior in order to make people think that that's the only behavior that is worth being rewarded. Like Denzel right? winning for training, training day. Training day, exactly. So Where now he played a rogue cop. Violent, drugged cop, right? Right. So it's like, But okay, not winning for playing... A, a leader, a, a black leader. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, so here's, here's the, 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 again, this uh, entity of Caucasianness saying that here's the behavior that, black folks are allowed to be rewarded for right and slave exactly mammy. 
uh, drug prostitute, yeah, corrupt cop, violent right. cop. Like these are the behaviors <laughs> that we will we will reward, and we won't reward the other behaviors or whatever. And so, yeah. you know, we had to go through that phase of thinking that's what you had to do in order to get acknowledged. And then, you know, you had Precious get these awards, right? So, two thousand nine was mm-hmm. Gabby's um, Sidibe for Precious, mm-hmm. which is a movie that you could you would have to handcuff me to a chair Facts. and staple my eyes open Facts. to make me watch that movie again. I mean, Facts. shit, I, I have not seen, hey, I, you know, that I movie was probably, the most disturbing movie I ever made. Probably because it's not on our list of must-sees. I have not seen Precious in its entirety. Oh, I saw it at the movie theater with my good friend Wanda. and When we got home, we called each other. We needed therapy. We were like, <laughs> we need therapy. Like, is there a 24-hour, is there a phone, mm. a therapist? I needed therapy. That movie was in my my good friend and sister Kelly. We talked. We just. She's like, it's not like Precious, is it? Every time a movie, <laughs> a movie, she's like, it's not like Precious. I'm like, she's still all these years later, still you know has Stockholm syndrome from Precious. I'm tired oh of black trauma God. movies. Black trauma. But, movies. It's like black porn. It's trauma. Exactly. It's black trauma porn. Black Them. Trauma movies, man. All these movies, or or these mini series that it's like what. I mean, I won't say, I, f- I thought Master was like that with Regina Hall, but it really wasn't because of what the, the tr- you know, the trick or surprise ending. But that's that um, show on Amazon, them with the really pretty lady that was in Girls Trip. Have you seen that one with the black family set back in the 50s? Oh, my, like, I love that movie. You, right? that show, what's the show? Was it, was it, it was a, wasn't it? Yeah, a I mean, I love that miniseries, right? Because really? No. I loved it because of how the layers of of right because who so, so here's why i like them right because okay. you had their house that they were living in right mm-hmm. and then you had their internal trauma that they were dealing with inside the house right because if anybody's right. seen the series you know how the series ends right so i don't they, i didn't watch it because i 10 minutes in i was like this is too stressful. oh sorry, like, I, so cool i'm not for that i'm not for that so you can, you they, can say because i don't they care. dealt with their they had to the, they had to deal with their internal trauma and so the very last episode they finally deal they finally get a hold of their internal trauma mm-hmm. and they understand they work through it kind of like therapy they deal with their they got themselves together and then when they open their door there is their neighborhood of white people mm-hmm. they're angry and violent towards them and now they got to go deal with that shit mm-hmm on top of ju- like I just got I me just together. battled I battled myself exactly. the supernatural and now I gotta do it just got me together <laughs> right? and as soon as I walk literally as soon as I step out of my door, now I gotta deal with you I gotta deal with the and that is that not our lives as black folks in this world like it's like we gotta deal with ourselves and on top of that shit as soon as we step outside we right. gotta deal with the world attacking yeah us, right that's oh, why I right. like now I did see that one part where the the the, the um where the neighbor says something crazy to her, like, and she goes and slaps the crap out oh, of her. Oh man, she deserved that. Was yeah. a that was a Will Smith one because she deserved yeah, she deserved she, that yeah, slap. She, yeah. If you watch that whole thing, oh, she deserved that slap so many times in that in that uh, series. Like that that one was a long time coming. She whatever. slapped her. And was like, they call me Mister Tibbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Shout yeah. She deserved Sydney. that. They deserve that, yeah. But, what do you, you know, think, Sydney? Not people said that too. Sydney would have been so disappointed. Well, he would have been. Dis- I think Sydney Poitier is is from a, of course, from a different era, right? Mm-hmm. Where 
you had to be a method actor 24-7-365 where he had to play the game the way he played it in Mm -hmm. order to be accepted the way he was accepted, right? He pushed the boundaries, but only very gently, right? Mm -hmm. And so do I think he would have been receptive to their behavior? Hell no. He would have been so disappointed. But I think that that is because that's his time. That is his time. And they still had this low-key subconscious reverence and fear of white folks, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, he was from that time where you started to see a divergence of that thought where you had your Malcolms and Martins that came up where you can have two trains of thoughts and dealing with people. And so, yeah, I think Sydney would be more of the Martin thought where we don't do that. We talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm Malcolm all day long. I'm Malcolm and Marcus. I'm like, yo, slap a dude. If you got to slap him, right? Like that, that, that was necessary. you like, it's, I'd love it's to hear violence. what Sid, I'd love to hear what, um, what Harry Belafonte has to say. Mm. That's what I want to hear from. Like, you know, like I was, I stayed up late last night to watch, the Daily Show and Trevor Noah didn't come on. I'm like, that's who I want to hear from. I want to hear like what knowledge is is Trevor going to impart? Like what? Really? How? What he? Uh, Trevor be Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Trevor. I, oh man. What? Know, man. Trevor. Trevor. You think he's problematic? Mind. Trevor has problematic moments to me. He, he doesn't like. Give me an example. I feel like Trevor Noah. <sighs> How do I say this properly? He has worked really hard to get to where he's at. Mm -hmm. And he knows there's a line of acceptance. Okay. That he walks very carefully. Um, And I don't feel like he is bold enough in his statement. Oh, I think he is. I uh, no, I think he's un- I think he's unapologetic. I don't I don't, I, I really He do. he's definitely not unapologetic. He is he is he like, is I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> he's definitely not unapologetic. He is very much I feel well, like Trevor Noah. He's Trevor thoughtful. Noah, he's thoughtful. Right. So, and Trevor so when Noah, you are thoughtful, you don't have to apologize to anyone. Ah, uh, Trevor Noah is just like our beautiful nominee, Judge Kentaji Brown, where Jackson, excuse me, Kentaji mm-hmm. Brown Jackson, where they are completely fair in their assessments of all situations. Mm-hmm. They are, they they do not lean one way, do not lean the other way. They are just I, fair, and they give fair assessments, and they give fair thoughts about things that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I am to the point where fuck fair, right? Like I want you to be super pro black. I want you to be super pro black. I want you to be all about <laughs> your blackness. Like ah, the way the way Barack got into office was he was very unthreatening. And that made white folks feel very comfortable putting him in leadership because they're like he ain't going to be 
pro-black in office, right? He's black. He's black enough. He associates with blacks, but he ain't threatening. Mm-hmm. And Trevor knows the same way. He's not threatening. He's just well, he's not he's, threatening. He's fair. No, it's you know I should have watched Amber Brown. Ruffin. I know she kept it real. Did you watch her show last night? Uh. Uh-uh. I was asleep. I meant to record it. Now she she's are you familiar with her? She yeah, I've seen some of her clips on YouTube. Yeah, I'll have to check her out. Like I just feel like he's not. He's, I want I want people. I want us to ride for us the way Trump ride for his people. Like you know, like just I don't care. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Well, for he's my a people. farewell friend because he praised Putin, and now and then then when this whole thing popped off, he was still kind of praising him, and then I guess he figured that wasn't very popular, so now he's dissing him, but. I think that we just don't, we, 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 oh my gosh, like, especially in corporate America, we have a problem with being seen as too black. Like, mm-hmm. I've had so many black leaders tell me, oh, well, you know, I don't want to hire too many black folks right. on my team because right. they're going to think I'm just trying to hire black folks. So what? Right. So what? So what? Because you know what? They just hired them. All the time, some yeah. They 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 live in nepotism. Nepotism yeah. has fueled. Well, it's your f- sphere of influence. So the people that are around you. So and sometimes you need to broaden that sphere. You need to go outside your comfort zone, and not just hire white and dark white. Yeah, you should. You should. Yeah. You should definitely do the more equitable yeah. and thing and hire everyone. And it's not just hiring somebody based on how they look. It's just like, you know, diversity of diversity thought. Of thought. Diversity of thought. Lots of things. Thought. I mean, exactly. Geez, Organizations geez. are more successful when they have a more diverse yes. thought, uh, thought thing around them. It's just a proven fact. But niggas ain't trying to be oh equitable. So why should we try to be equitable? Like, <laughs> why, why not? Yes, I'm going to hire my cousin who just graduated from Clark Atlanta with a degree in marketing for our entry-level marketing job because it's my cousin. Mm-hmm. They're qualified, but it's my cousin, so I'm not going to... Like, I want us to do that because that's the only way we're going to balance the scales. Like, we right. got, in order to balance the scales, we have to have equally counter behavior that caused the scales to be unbalanced in the first place. Mm-hmm. So we can't say, oh... Uh, let's do everything fair and equitable and do it right in order to make, well, the skills are already unbalanced. So Mm -hmm. if you are, so we have to go over, you got to double down on it. Exactly. We Mm got to double down on our side in Mm -hmm. order just to get it back balanced. Right. right? So hire your cousin, please hire your (laughs) nephew, please hire your little, your, your, your sisters. Hire your mama nims. Exactly. uh, Hire your mama nims. Look, because look, no, that's a whole mama other... and them. It's mama and them. Right. There's a lot of jobs <laughs> that you can hire your moms in them that they can make a lot of money as individual contributors in corporate America. And that's another right. topic we're going to talk about soon is high paying IC roles that you can be in in uh, corporate America. Right. We're going to talk about those individual contributor roles that you can bring people in and they can make money and you can start to balance these scales, man, mm-hmm. because we, we have to we have to do the counter to what was done in order to get things back fair or whatnot. And so, you know. All right. So let me finish going back through the list. So, um, so Ari, I said, Gabby, 2011, Viola Davis Mm -hmm. for the help. Um, 2012, Kavenzane, is that how you say her name? Kavenzane Wallace for Beast of the Southern Wild. She's like, wasn't she like 11 or 12? Uh Maybe younger than that. Um, Ruth Nega for Loving. 
in 16, 2019, Cynthia Revo for Harriet, which I never saw. Great movie. You said it was good. It was good. Um, I mean, a lot of people said it was good, obviously. I just, yeah. it just, I'm like, it was, I mean, can, we, can more we be something? Again, exactly. it's like 12 Years a Slave, Harriet. It's just, it's so, it's exhausting. It's, it's, it's painful for me. I don't, I just don't, I, I can't be entertained by pain and trauma. It's, it's, it's black trauma porn um, to me. Right. So, and that's I what just, Marcia, it hurts. It hurts. I hurt from Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. I hurt like all day yesterday hurt. But that's this why we got our next so generation. I, I, you know, I'm an, I'm an empath. Like, you know, what I'm, yeah. I just, I take, but all, you're not I take all that in. I take everyone it does. in. Yeah. Not everyone, but a lot of people. No, my like husband. Marcia Martin from no, my, Blackish. My husband, my husband does not take that. <laughs> <laughs> Marcia Martin from um, Blackish, the young act- yeah. actress on this. She said mm-hmm. that she's not going to do, she's a producer. She says she's not going to do those black trauma movies. Like, yeah. nothing she's going to do is going to be black And trauma. she's a teenager and she knows better. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, um, 2020 Viola Day- Davis. Would you say she got robbed for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? Mm-hmm. Love I, Ma Rainey's Black I, Bottom. I, I know you well, did. Uh, do I think that she? I think. Oh, Chad, you thought Chadwick? I thought you said he should have won posthumously. Yes, because he was amazing in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He was an amazing actor. So just I think a lot of black folks, you know, black folk didn't like it because of how he talked shit about Jesus in that movie. And, you know, that didn't sit well with the black community because, you know, we love our 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 Jesus in our community. And um I love Jesus. How, and how dear But I understand acting. Yeah, exactly. So. Like it was just acting. Like I saw right. so many people just loathe him for how could he do this? What is acting? Right, it's acting. acting like it right. is literally just, and he did an amazing job at it. So he should have won for that, and we should show him love for my race, black bottom. I don't think we as a community like embrace that movie as we should. Well, I fell asleep on it. My husband watched, it. <laughs> but in my defense, I think we turned it on at like nine. Wouldn't be like eight, not nine, because my husband goes to bed at nine thirty. So maybe turned it on at about eight, and I was, I was tired, and I fell asleep. So. All that method I can do. Yeah, all, all that, all that. Yeah, it's exhausting. And then it, last year was Andre Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday, which she, I, that was, I think that was some method acting right there. I think she said she she started smoking. Mm. She, I mean, she smoked and she drank to get ready get for the, the role, and then yeah. had to had to try to get out of it. How to not be Billie? Like, man, talk about exhausting. Mm. Um, to to not be Billy. So, but yeah, who won last year? Oh, it was Renee Zellweger won. No, that wasn't right. What was who won last year, Shane? Do you remember? Uh, I didn't because Oscars was still so white last year, so I didn't watch it. I don't remember who won. Um, I can't remember. But yeah, so that's that's the list. Um, and see, who? What, what performances year. this this past year do you think were award? Winning performances by a black actress. Ooh, um, in 2020, so we have to be like 2021 movies. Yeah. Uh, ooh, all right. So we had uh, Malcolm and Marie came out last year. I thought Zendaya did an amazing she job. She did. She's she's fantastic. In Malcolm and Marie, she certainly that did. was like yeah. that was pain. That was trauma. That was trauma too. That was like, that was exhausting. That argument. That whole thing. That was exhausting. But they were very good. Dang! Yeah, now she, that you say that, I'm thinking about all my favorite movies from last year, and they might have been because I also like I can't tell you how many times I've watched it. I would Judas and the Black Messiah. 
I, I couldn't watch. I haven't been able to oh watch that. Oh my gosh. Judas and the Black Messiah. I I loved, loved that movie so much. Um that I think from everyone from top to bottom involved in that movie should have won um awards. Uh but again, that movie was definitely about uh if you're not familiar, the movie Judas and Black Messiah is about uh Fred Hampton, who was a revolutionary leader um in Chicago. And he was what made him so dangerous is that he united all the gangs mm-hmm. of uh, the inner city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he was only uh, Fred Hampton wasn't even 21 yet when he did that. And he, he wasn't. And oh my they they realized how dangerous he was. And mm-hmm. they, realized they had to kill a nigga. And they literally ran up in his house and killed him while he was sleeping next to like that. Oh that is how gosh. dangerous he was. Mm-hmm. He was to them, and right. so uh, that like us working together. Yes, scare it scares some people. Yep, and and, mm. and was it that he just reunited us because he also had white gangs mm. and he he had Latino gangs. He was able to. I didn't unite. know. Yeah, he was able to unite. He. What's funny is that it, it was originally called the Rainbow Coalition when mm-hmm. he put it all together, and that became a very powerful, uh, you know, name back then. And then we see now how the, the, the name Rainbow Coalition is no longer even associated mm-hmm. with Fred Hampton. It's now associated with something completely different. And it is, um, it is just one of those things where, you know, it is, it was done. Let me see. Last year you also had, you had the cowboy era last year, right? The harder oh, they fall. Oh my god! Harder they fall. Yeah, Conquer Cowboy with Edith I love that movie. Like Regina King. Regina Regina King should have definitely won. Oh my god! She Goodness should have been up. Yeah, that that movie was so good. And I mean, every I mean, I like Idris Elba, and everybody's always talking about how good looking he is, how sexy he is. Man, he was a good bad guy. I was like, listen, oh my! When listen. he was walking on that train, I'm like, oh my! There, gosh. there are two men in this world who I know that I come second to in my wife's eyes to <laughs> sexiness, and that is Daniel Kaluuya and Idris Elba. And that I have, so I have no problem with my place in life that in her eyes that those men. That's her hall. Those are her hall passes. Hey, those are her hall passes, bro. I ain't even no question about it. Those are her hall passes. If I know she bumped into Daniel Kaluuya or Idris Elba in the mall and she stopped answering my phone calls, I know that what is it is, so and funny. I'm not even mad at it. I'm like, hey, you know what? Do you boo? Live your best life, and um, I'll like, let me talk to your mother. Let me talk to your father. I'm not coming home. I'm not coming home tonight. I'll see you tomorrow, right? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Let me see. Last year, you also had a uh, one night in Miami. I love that movie. Oh yeah. Um, that, that was, was good. good. That was had, we very had, good. We had so many good movies last year that deserve national acknowledgement. That's why we need our own to acknowledge these movies. Because these movies were like dope. The young actor in Concrete Cowboy. Again, Idris Elba again um, in Concrete Cowboy. Did you watch that one? No. So Concrete Cowboy was again about urban cowboys and the whole urban cowboy movement. And this one was based in Philly. And I know about that in LA in Compton. Yeah, and no, no, but it's also okay. in Philadelphia. And they okay. actually had real Philadelphia urban cowboys in the movie. And really? the young boy, the young black actor from um Stranger Things mm-hmm. was Idris Elba's uh, son in that movie, and he did an amazing job, man. And uh, that was a great movie as well. So yeah, we had we had some good movies last year, man. We had some good movies last year. Well, we always do. So always. you know what though? Have his? I mean, I remember about thirty years ago, it was you know mid nineties, and there was an AT and T commercial, 
with Tom Selleck where he's narrating and he says, one day we'll be able to watch movies on our tablet on the beach. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Tom Selleck, you lie. And literally we can watch movies on our tablets on the beach. And so, and so after, you know, it's like, you know, necessity is a mother of invention, right? It's like, yep. you know, it's like, a, you know, um, nature always finds a way. All right. We have this horrific thing happen with this pandemic and they figure how to make movies and how to like, let's give them to you right now. Let's yep. not make you go to the movie theater. So has that lessened? It's like one of the girls in the, um, in the when they're stand up the other day in the Oscars said, maybe it was Regina who said coming to a, no, it was Wanda coming to a television near you. <laughs> I mean, but that's real. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, when's the last time you've been, when's, I know you probably went to see a Marvel movie or Spider-Man or, well, which is a Marvel movie. When's the last time you've been to the movies? You know what we went to the movies to see? Went to see. The Batman? No, I went to movies last year to see Candyman. Oh, I don't like Candyman. Oh, shout out to Candyman last year. And so, you know, as we've grown in life, we've been able to do cooler things as we get on in life. And one mm-hmm. thing that I learned about last year or the year before was that you can rent out movie theaters, right? And, you yeah. know, when I was younger, I used to think, oh, my gosh, that's so cool to have a movie theater yourself. Mm-hmm. And now I'm to a point where I can do that. My wife doesn't like being around people. So now when we go to movies, like, I'll rent out the whole movie theater so we can just have the movie theater ourselves. To go yeah, see that's and the last movie I saw was Dune. And we went to saw Candyman. And Candyman is like a good runner-up movie. Like, I don't think it... It it doesn't get awards as far as, like, compared to the other movies last year. But it was so good. It the was, twist, see, I don't like The Candyman. twist that they put on Candyman last Okay, well, year, maybe I'll have to watch it. Because the first Candyman just... The first Candyman is so... Tr- and, you know, shout out to the first Candyman to making a guest appearance in the Candyman movie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he does. Oh, but, he, like, that guy is scary. Yes, it is. Yes, and they uh, man, that Candyman movie was good. Like anyone who's seen it knows, like the twist that they put on the Candyman story. They put a whole different twist on the Candyman story in that movie. And shout I out think to you Nia, just said Candyman three times. Nia is, it, DaCosta, is, it, is it three times? Or but you got to be looking in the mirror when you do it, right? Oh I was, God! Well, was he? Oh, okay. You have to look in the mirror. Okay. Okay. And, and uh oh, what yes. happened? What was that? Candyman's coming for you. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, he was calling me I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" No, no, but yeah. So Candyman was a great movie last year. All right. So lots of, I mean, there's lots of good movies in the making now. So, I mean, we'll just, I mean, we have to be, I think that the takeaway is that we woke up this morning, right? Yeah. So I think when you wake up, you have to be thankful and hopeful that things, um, that people will go out and they'll make the right decisions and we can treat each other like brothers and sisters, no matter what we look like and who we are, just be respectful that's all I want. And if That's they disrespect you, you don't have to like me. The they don't like you. you. Know Be saying? quiet. No, 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 no. Sticks and stones. I mean, <laughs> sticks and stones. Bruh. Uh, but I, I think we're past that, though. I think that's the whole no, turn. No, but that's we the whole can't be. We have to be. Though. It won't be like the OK Corral. Hey, then it needs to be like the OK because that's no. how they treated us. That's how they. That's no. how they treated us. No, man. you don't. For decades, decades, and decades, like no. Jim Crow South, like the I know, disrespect we, that no. we went through. Nah, no, 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 see, no, no. you, the Martin, I'm the Malcolm. That's why we bounce yeah, each you, other out. Yeah, because you, I'm like, I'm yo, definitely... I'm from Slapaho Tribe, first generation. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not, no. the disrespect will not be tolerated. The disrespect uh, will not be tolerated. It will not be tolerated. It, 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 it was televised, though. <laughs> it was. It Kill was. Scott Heron is like, what the hell? It was. It was. That's right. And you know what's funny? Right? We think about this. Hey, shout out to the Oscars for being petty because 
in for uh, perpetuating, uh, you know, violence on TV because everyone's like, oh my gosh, can't believe we saw that. Well, you know, we all know that all these shows aren't tape delays. They're on time delays. Right. And so the Oscars knew that slap happened. They knew what was said and them motherfuckers still let that shit go. They could have cut that very quickly and no one would have ever known what have happened. But are now, they on a time? Like how many seconds? Yes, they're on. I think it's like a thirty-second time delay. It's like they had they had time. They had because you know what? Here's how you know they had time. Well, because and they, they muted. Well, and, and they, they muted what they Will muted, had to say. They muted it, right? But in other, I heard what he said because other like in other countries they released the whole thing. Right, but they only so released they got the whole it. thing because. The Oscars let them because they still right. have to filter through their TV producers. It still has to filter through their people before right. it goes out to the world. So they could eh, stop the tape right there. Boom. You know what I mean? And not let it go out. But they chose to let it go out. So they petty. They like, you know, they oh, like. Yeah. They, well, know, that's ratings. Out. World star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shout out to Oscars for shouting world star. Yeah, the should... producers were in the back shouting world star when they saw that slap go down. I should have known. Like when I woke up yesterday morning and saw that my son. And, and the way at school had texted me at 11.27, like, are you watching the Oscars? I was like, why is he asking me if I'm watching the Oscars? Like, why is he watching the Oscars? Oh, Kids me. will be watching the Oscars from now on. I said, I will never fall asleep on the Oscars again. I'll get myself, a, and I did get a nap. I want to say I will get myself, I will sit in the chair and watch it. Like, I am not going to sleep. I have got to see what kind of foolery is going to happen. So, anyway, we've gone extra long today. I mean, this, but I think this was for me, I needed to talk this out. I really, right. I really need to talk it out. When I tell you, I, I, like, I was really in my feelings with this whole situation. I just hate, I hate to see, I do, I hate to see people make bad decisions. And, and I love seeing people stop oh disrespect. God. However, you choose to stop disrespect from happening, I love to see you stop disrespect oh my from happening. Gosh. And Chris Rock, you know what I mean. Stop disrespecting black women when you know better. Well, yeah, hey, I you got that. black, you got black daughters. Yeah, you got you got I little black what girls. girls. I wonder what exactly. Yeah, I wonder you what got little girls. girls. You made a movie about black hair, and you still gonna get on stage and talk about a black woman's hair? Yeah, nah, bro. Yeah. You, you might. You, yeah, uh, I ain't saying. Uh, you know, you need to get slapped in the mouth for that one. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now well, you could he could have slapped him backstage. He could have slapped him the first time you saw him at the after party. But he needed to get slapped in the mouth for that one. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. shout out to Will for doing what's necessary. Oh my shout gosh. out to Will for reminding us that he's from Philly and he bought that life. You know, and uh, shout out to Will for still getting the award for best actor. At the end of the day, yeah, Will Smith finally got his Oscar, right? He should have got it a long time ago. Well, okay, so I'm just gonna say this. This is not gonna be popular, but you better not I, say what you about to say. When Go I ahead. saw, when I saw that he was gonna be playing Richard Williams, I was like, he doesn't look like him yeah he, he was he a little red he's he a little not white skin. He a yeah little white i was skin. like when does i was like in what he a little light skin but after you watch the movie he he you like god damn he did a good job he like, did a good job he, he definitely was, he definitely he was did him, a good and job and then you stop and think like who could have done a his better ali job? his ali was better almost definitely his ali was amazing his he ali had, was, he had the dialect he yeah, had his the, ali was incredible but it makes you think who could have done a better king richard than will I don't know because I exactly. see him now. I do. I see him. I see him as maybe. Ones, but... Maybe Idris had to build in a demeanor to be, but or, could he? Or an unknown act. It would have to be an unknown because because I see because Will Smith is his larger than life 
person. So I see him. So sometimes it doesn't feel like it doesn't really feel like he's acting except for an Ali. Like, oh, my gosh, that was incredible. But, you know, but we also, just, but in the balance, though, we did let Denzel be Malcolm. Malcolm X wasn't red. He was he was light skin. And Denzel is not is the most far thing from light skin. And that's like, true. right. You like, know what? OK, thank you. All right. Thank you. Because I'm very sensitive, sensitive to 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 color i, I just oh my gosh ask. my wife is lit, light skin she's red and she hates being red like like hates in the sense that of how the black community treats or in the past used to talk about persons uh skin tones of red versus dark and all that shit and she doesn't she doesn't like that uh, she's very sensitive to color tones as well or whatever but yeah like we let denzel we let denzel be uh we let yeah, denzel be malcolm true. we can let we can let uh will be okay. uh, king richard you okay. know what i'm saying well, now, yeah. Okay. All right. So what are we going to talk about next week? Should, are we coming back tomorrow I know. to talk let's about see, our topic? Let's see how much trauma we go through today in our court, in our day, day of the work. <laughs> My and mother, then, last week, she was like, you're top 10. I just want you to go through it fast. I'm like, Mom, what else do you have to do? <laughs> like, you got some pressing events. <laughs> Mom was like, look, I got stuff to do. I got people I wanna to hear, see. Just come on. Get, get through it. I'm like, then our show would have been over. <laughs> that is funny. No, nah, we can go. I think um, next show. Either tomorrow or next week we'll do uh we'll do the best uh or you know we'll just do a list of high paying IC jobs IC meaning individual contributor jobs that you can have in various industries right and um you know shout out to the introverts who hate dealing with people who hate leading people that's and just want to be and just, just want to be an individual contributor and make yes money. that's right that's it and eat my cheese sandwich exactly that is you know it. Like, that shout is out it. shout out to all the the introverts in the world we got all love right. for you. Yep. All right. We have love for all of our listeners too. All ten of you. All y'all appreciate all ten of you. You know, this is the ground. You know, when people say I started from the bottom, this is where we are right, right. now. Shout out to everybody that's rolling with us from this point on, right? Oh gosh. All right. Well, have a great day. All right. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Okay. Bye.